What's going on, guys? And welcome back to B&D Sports Podcast. I'm Brady Miller, and here with my co-host, Derek, who's actually with me this time. So hopefully we won't have those issues that we had last week, or I mean, last episode that we recorded last night over phone. Kind of sucked, but I'm happy you're here, Derek. How was your day? Oh, it was a good day. Yeah, last night was a little rough, but we still had a lot of fun talking football. I mean, you, you literally you can't go wrong yeah, talking it's, football. Yeah, it's so. football. You can't go wrong anywhere. But uh, <laughs> You can if you're the Jets. <laughs> Great way to start off our episode. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure we've dissed them on every episode so far. New thing for our podcast should be that we diss the Jets more make than any fun, other team. Yep, make fun of the Jets every yep. week. Yep. Anyhow, so today we're going to start off the episode with uh, going over our top five quarterbacks of last week. Uh, this episode was supposed to come out uh, yesterday, but since we didn't do our takeaways from week eight on Tuesday, we just did that episode on Wednesday, and now we're making a double episode here tonight. So, And then we're going to make our game picks as usual. So let's start off with the quarterbacks. Our number one quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. And Derek, you want to read off his stats for us? Yeah. So obviously, the you know Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be contending to be in the top five about every week, but he is at number one this week for going thirty-one and forty-two, four hundred sixteen yards and five t- touchdowns. If you watch Patrick Mahomes, like the dude does a little bit of everything, and and it's so so fitting watching him in uh, Andy Reid's system because, like. I mean, the dude's doing a little bit of everything. He had he had an underhand pitch to Travis Kelsey this week. Like he, it seems like every week he's doing something different, and it's just uh, yeah. And he's a perfect. I mean, the absolute perfect guy for Andy Reid's system. And it's, yeah. I mean, obviously these stats were against the Jets, mm-hmm. but that's still pretty impressive that you're throwing only eleven incompletions, over four hundred yards, five touchdowns. No matter who you do that against. That you're you're in for a for, for a good week. Yeah, uh, they played the Titans last year, and he had like this jump pass to McCole Hardman that went for a over a forty yard touchdown, and mm-hmm. it was just just a glimpse of what he can do. Yeah, he's he reminds me a lot of like uh like uh. Brett Favre kind of where he can just sling that ball around and stuff like he's got a cannon for an arm and stuff and and it, and it doesn't matter what like how he's throwing it like he can be running to his right and throwing it he can be running to his left and throwing it but he no matter how he's you know positioned he's still throwing that ball with a lot of strength like a lot of power yeah all right, so number two, Patrick Mahomes is number one. Number two is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson followed up his... MVP. There you go. He followed up his, his worst game of the season last week with maybe one of his best. 27 of 37, 261 yards, and four touchdowns. That was not against some bad defense either. That That's a pretty good game, and if you watch him, he's just... Him and DK Metcalf, man, they, they got something special. And I love seeing Russell Wilson lead that offense. It is it's so fun to watch. You know this dude is spending, I think it's around a million dollars a year on his body. Like he's literally to take care of his body, and he said he's doing this so he can play like fifteen plus years. Like he wants to do this like Tom Brady and all them guys. 
Yeah, and that's why he's never missed a game. Yeah. Like, that is true, right? He's yeah. never missed a game, yeah. And every – he's not missed the playoffs. Or, now nah, he might have missed the playoffs, but he's had a winning season and every yeah, year. He's, yeah, the dude's just been a winner in general since he came to the league. Yeah. As uh, I'm watching this game, we're currently sitting here on a couch watching the Thursday night game. 49ers just had a big game to Richie James. He's having a really good night. So What's the score, though? 31-3 <laughs> in the favor of the Packers. <laughs> but Richie James got over 100 yards receiving. So if we do top receivers it's, uh, next week, you know, he might be on it. Yep. Yeah, we're all about football. We're talking football with, you know, football up on the screen, too. So Yeah. Um, is that it on Russell Wilson? Yeah. Next, number three is Drew Locke. His completion percentage, not as good as the others, but I love what he did, you know, in the second half to come from behind and win. 26 of 41, 248 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. The interception came early in the game. Um, but you love seeing a guy in his second year now, like, it really doesn't matter who he's playing against. When you're having sort of a rough game, everything's not going right, and a quarterback starts making some of these plays to, to find ways to win games, and it inspires those teammates around him to come up, and, and it just, yeah, you just it just does something to the entire team when a, when a young quarterback starts doing some things. And you're like, okay, we can win with this guy. All we got to do is get back in this game. Then all of a sudden you're back in the game, then you win. Nobody thought they are going to win that game. I mean, I can't remember the exact score, but it, it wasn't even close. Everybody that looked at that score said, ah, Chargers easy got this one. <laughs> even us. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we picked the Chargers yeah. to win that game last week. and. But, yes, yeah, super impressed by Drew Locke. Uh, and the next one is, number four is Joe Burrow. <sighs> that was a depressing game. <laughs> <laughs> Against Brady's Titans. Uh, Joe Burrow went... 26 to 37, 249 yards and two touchdowns. The thing, the thing I liked about Burrow in this game was he didn't try to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about Josh Allen and Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones trying to do too much every play. Well, that's exactly what Joe Burrow doesn't do. He takes what the defense gives him, makes the plays that are there, and then he'll beat you. Like that's that's literally what they did all game long. Just just did little things. And the the Titans couldn't get much of a pass rush, or they couldn't tackle them anyway when they did get a pass rush. Yeah, we were just talking about it before we started recording how he only had nine yards rushing, but most of those, if not all of those rushing yards, came from the play where Clowney had, like, a free hole to him, and, Mm -hmm. like, he avoided five sacks on that play and ran for almost a first down. He didn't quite get there, but he's just elusive, and he's a playmaker. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean it's just a lot of a lot of quarterbacks in a, in a situation like that, like when you're about getting sacked and and there's you know you, your O line's playing bad and that kind of stuff, you tend to force a bad throw. Um, and he doesn't do that. He 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 takes care of the ball for the most part really well. And like I said, he just he just takes what the defense gives him. He doesn't try to do too much at one time. And that's what you can't you can't. Uh, you can't talk about enough about how important that is in a young quarterback is taking what the defense needs. Tom Brady's taking what the defense would give him his entire career, and it turned into a Hall of Fame career. Uh, 
But, yeah, it was just – it was super fun to watch a rookie quarterback like that come out there and ball against, a, you know, legitimate Super Bowl contender if their defense improves anyway. I mean, they did get Desmond King, so hopefully well, – We'll and, see how that goes. Yeah, and Odori Jackson's going to come off IR, so hopefully. If he doesn't, then he's out for the rest of the year, so I'm guessing that he'll play this week. Yep. So hopefully their defense can pick it up. And number five, my my personal opinion is, if for those that are listening, is I, we're not putting these in like an order. I mean, we we did sort of, but these are just the top five quarterbacks I've, you know, in my opinion, of the week, not necessarily all in one order. I do feel like you got to put Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes at the top of these, but every one of these quarterbacks deserves. Just had a great week. Yeah. We just, yeah. Phillip Rivers is the last one on our list, and, you know, we don't talk about him enough, I don't think. Like, the dude's. You know, we talk about I talk I like to talk about Tom Brady being one of the most competitive guys in the NFL. Well, well, Philip Rivers is is like that as well. He'll come up there and and he's trash talking all the time. That's his game. Yeah, and he's out there being super competitive and getting all uh, riled up and heated. Um, and even with his weird throwing motion, you know I make fun of it, but he gets it done. So Sunday he went twenty three of thirty three, two hundred and sixty two yards, three touchdowns, and they blew the Lions out. I mean, like it wasn't even close. And and the cool thing about that is he didn't throw one touchdown to a receiver. Threw two of them to Hines, their running back, and the other one was to Jack Doyle, their tight end. None of that was to a receiver. Their their running back Hines was their leading receiver in that game with, with yards and touchdowns. So, yeah, Philip Rivers just finds a way to get it done, it seems like. It doesn't matter who it's against. He's, you know, he's one of them guys that you you tend to forget because his teams around him don't always support him. Like, he was with a really good, or on, on the paper, on paper was really good Chargers team for years that really never did anything. Even the year that... uh that the Patriots went to the Super Bowl. You remember that year when the when the Chargers were supposed to be this team that they're going to go in there and they're going to beat Tom Brady, and they got blown out. But that just comes from, uh, you know, his team around him hasn't reflected a whole lot of what he's all about. The dude's a good guy, like, off the field. Love Got, like, 15 kids. Yeah, <laughs> at least that. <laughs> um, but he's- no just loves the game like uh when the chargers were in san diego uh i don't exactly remember the story or when they moved he drove in like a car or van and watched tape while he had someone else drive him like like two hours an hour away i don't know exactly the story but you know he cares for his family and he loves the game of football and stuff and yep he's committed to the game yep what is he now, like 40? He's 40 getting something? really close to 40 if he's not 40, right? I think he's like 38, 39. He might be 40. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, just some really good quarterback plays. Most of them were pretty young, but then you throw Drew Brees or Phillip Rivers in there. And, and uh, yeah. Anyway, that should do it for our top five quarterbacks of last week. Yeah, if you guys like want us to do quarterbacks again next week or maybe running backs or receivers or whatever, just DM us on Instagram and just let us know. Or 
like we said, like just different segments or whatever. If you have a topic we want you want us to talk about, if it's a big enough topic, we'll make it into an episode. But yep. if not, then we'll add it into an episode or just throw multiple ones out there, and we'll just create like a segment of you guys' questions. Yep, and if all you have is just a question, we'll throw that in an episode real quick and really easy. It's not hard to do. Yeah. We get off on a bunch of rabbit trails all the time, so it's not it's not like it's really tough. So now what is next is our game picks. So from week one, or technically it was week six. Yeah. In the NFL, I went 12-1. and one. Brady went 7-6. and six. No, it was week seven. Week seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because we just did week eight. Okay, yep, 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 yep. My bad. Yeah. Huge brain fart. All right. Yeah, I went 12-1. and one. Week seven, Brady went seven and six. Last week was not so good. I went five and eight. Brady went six and seven. So I gained a, I gained a game on you. You know, I still yeah. got a long way you to go. One, you got one on me. Um, my total record thirteen and thirteen. So I'm seventeen and nine. So we're still in good shape. Um, but yeah, let's get right into the game picks. Our game picks. Where were we? Week nine. Whew. This season's going by fast. It really is. So why don't we just start it off with our beloved Bears and Titans playing against each other. (laughs) (laughs) This could be when the Bears bend over the Titans and smack that booty. (laughs) (laughs) You remember remember when uh, Charles Tillman played against the Titans and forced like four fumbles? I just watched those highlights, actually, not too long ago. Because I didn't realize that it was against the Titans when he did that. Yep. And, you know, this game, question is, is the Bears' offense good enough to go against that bad Titans defense? And it's, it's like, really the story of Titans have a pretty good offense and Bears have a pretty good defense, whereas the Titans have a bad defense and Bears don't have a bad or good offense. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about this game. What we should do is create a create an episode of us watching the game together. <laughs> that would be uh, interesting. Uh, it'd be disastrous, too. But um, It's going to get pretty heated. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this game, though, seriously? Um... No, hopefully we're gonna probably gonna have to double team Mac every play. Hopefully he doesn't line up on Sombrero's side. You know, in the last last week, Titans left guard Roger Saffold got the highest grade of any left guard in his in the last decade. And so that left side, even without Luan, is pretty solid because Tyson Breo, they're uh. Back up for Luan, who is out for the rest of the year. Hope he gets a quick recovery. But uh, Tyson Breo had a pretty high... It was in uh, the first week after Luan went out, was in one of the top graded, uh, you know, player, like offensive linemen of that week. So their offensive line isn't hurting as much as we thought it would mm-hmm. with Luan out. And it's weird that we're talking about offensive line because, you know, some people don't really like to talk about offensive line and stuff because they just think it's a 
boring job or whatever, but, you know, if we went for that offensive lineman, Derrick Henry wouldn't be leading the league in rushing, so. So who you take, Derrick, you know, Derrick Henry or Ferris D? You know, I'd have to go with, I feel like the Achilles heel of the Bears defense right now is their rush defense, so I'd I'd give the edge to Derrick Henry, but I'm going to hold off on that because it, it I feel like it depends on how this game goes. Uh, depending I on how the game starts. So the thing the Bears don't do so good at is starting games off fast. Last week, or last couple weeks, the Titans have done the same thing as starting games off slow. And if both teams come out slow and sputtering, you know, offense, I feel like this could be one of them games where you see a lot of Derrick Henry and it's going to grind a lot of time and then the Titans win it in a close game. Yeah, but here's... But if one of the teams, and here's my thing though, if one of these teams starts out fast, the Bears have a good enough defense to blow someone out if their offense could get rolling. The problem is the Titans don't have a good enough... Like, the Titans are a good enough offense and the Bears are a bad enough offense if the Titans get started fast... Against that Bears defense? They're not doing anything. Yeah. Like, then then you're like, well, it's going to be a blowout. But... But, same time, Titans defense sucks pretty bad right now. It does. I mean, it might change. It does. Because Desmond King isn't going to play this week. But with the lack of O-line play for for the Bears, I feel like the Titans defensive line should have to count to five before they rush. <laughs> uh, they have a hard enough time getting to the quarterback as it is. So oh, they'll find plenty I mean, of ways to get. Nick Foles can't run. Were the you dude sh- is basically a statue back there. He ain't going nowhere. I got a question for you. Were you shocked when you saw that Titans released Vic Peasley? Not really. And and the reason I I'm not is because he hasn't like he hasn't done anything like. When you sign a guy like that, you know you know he's struggled, and that's why he, he was let go from the Falcons and all that stuff. But you want to see some production cons- like on, on a consistent basis. And I think, what what was it? He finally got on a stat sheet a couple weeks ago or last week, and it was for two, two flags. I think that's what it was. Like, I'm dead serious. I think that's what it was. He finally got on that stat sheet, last but it was week. for penalties. I ain't gonna even gonna lie. Last week was. Last weekend was a busy week. Had a wedding and had a anniversary deal going on. So, I actually didn't watch as much as that game as I usually watch the Titans games. Just hanging out with out of town family. But, <clears throat> I did see the play where the Titans missed five sacks on Burrow. Like I think everybody's seen that. That's all over. Yeah, um, and you know I think it is gonna come down to. All right. Okay. Here, before here. before I say anything else, I will say I'm a little worried about the passing game on Sunday because the Bears have a bloody good duo with Kyle Fuller and that rookie. Like I think they're the top graded cornerback. Uh, Jalen Johnson though yeah. did not have a good game against the Saints last week. Maybe not last um, week, but he, again, he was playing against he, Drew but Brees. He is, but he's having a pretty solid year. No, but, that that's what I feel like the Bears are going to have to do a better job in, and that's one thing they haven't been able to do, especially against a run. 
And that's stopped these guys for no gain. With Derrick Henry, that's borderline impossible. But that's what you're gonna you're gonna have to get him for like ten yards yeah. every time. You're gonna have to get him to a third and long to where your your defensive line can get after the quarterback. And if you get pressure on Tannehill, make him force some throws like that. That's literally how they're gonna have to win. Their offense isn't gonna win this game. The only way for them to win this game is gonna be force some turnovers, and then allow your offense. In some good situations, you think one of the Titans can come out firing all cylinders out of the gate and they score, you know, one or two touchdowns? It is over because they have Derrick Henry. Yeah, they just showed the on TV the Derrick Henry stiff arm on Josh Norman against the Bills. Uh, (laughs) um, That didn't even count, but it's still on highlight reels. (laughs) That's the way to go, you know. But yeah, let let's we've been talking about this game for a while. Let's get to our picks in this one. Yeah, probably not going to talk about a game that long again. No. You know, it's it's just the Bears against Titans. We had to drag it out a little bit. But I'm going to go with my hometown Titans on this one just because I think their offense is good enough for them to – I mean, you saw what they did against the Steelers. I know they started off slow, and we kind of debated on that on last uh, – or last night's episode, but – I'm going to go with the Titans on this one. You know, I'm sticking with the Bears on this one. Okay. I feel like this is one of the things where we just have to pick our own teams on this one. We're going head-to-head. I just feel like we we have to go head-to-head, you know, and and that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, Um, But I will say this. uh, Besides... Uh, that blowout, the ten- Tennessee has won two out of the last three games. It is against the Bears have one of the best red zone defenses, and the Titans have one of the best red zone offenses. So that'll be interesting. Up until that last game against the Bengals, Titans led the NFL in turnover ratio. I think they were plus nine. And... Even now, I think they're plus eight or plus seven. I can't remember if they threw, or if they had two turnovers or against Bengals or just one. But mm-hmm. it's still good. But yep. you know, turnovers are going to be a key thing in this game too. But you disagreement on the first pick, you know? Oh yeah, let's mix it up a little bit on the first one. All right, next one: Ravens Colts. Ravens, obviously, I'm taking the Ravens just because. I expect them to they had they dominated that game against the Steelers. You look at their the stat sheet, the team stats, the Steelers led in every category or I mean the Ravens led in every category. It was only by bad quarterback play from Lamar that the Steelers won that game. And I think Lamar is gonna tighten it up this week. So the stat I have pulled up here. 6-0, and Indiana is 6-0 and at home versus Baltimore all time. I don't see that changing. Okay, a disagreement again. I'm going, I like Col- it. I'm going Colts on this one. I feel like Lamar's in a little bit of a slump, and that Indiana defense is really good. And I feel like all you got to do is make a few plays on offense. I, I underestimated them last week, and they they beat the snot out of the, the Lions, so I'm not doing that again. I'm picking the Colts. All right, next one. Giants 
New York Giants versus the Washington football team. Battle of trash. Battle of trash. Uh, this one, I'm just going to pick the... I'm going to pick the football team because of their defensive line. Because they are going to wreak havoc on Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. And that's going to cause Daniel Jones to have at least three picks. The The dumb thing is, I like what I've seen out of the Giants and uh, t- Monday night. Like, I, I really do. I wish Daniel Jones could have cleaned up his play a little bit. But I liked what, I, what I've seen. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the Giants. You are. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, all you gotta do is go in there and play close the way you did the Bucks, and you have a legitimate shot at beating this team. I mean, who's their quarterback right now? Alex Smith? No. Not Dwayne Haskins? No. Callan? Yeah. Who, last year with the Panthers, you know, had that? What was he like? Five and zero at one point. Mm-hmm. When he took over. So I think we disagreed on all three of our first games. Might disagree on this one, too. We might. Uh, Lions at Vikings. I am going to go. You know what? You make first pick. I'll let you go first. All right. So I'm I'm going to have to go with the Vikings. I feel like they're the more desperate team right now. Uh, and if, if they can keep relying on Dalvin Cook, they're going to continue to win games. All Kirk Cousins has to do is not lose games for you. Let's get Dalvin Cook up to, you know, 130, 150 rushing yards, a couple touchdowns, and you're in a game. Your defense has improved since, you know, since earlier this season. And, yeah, you win a couple games in a row, you're right there in contention, especially with the way the Bears are playing right now. You know, you're right there in contention. What's their record right now? Two and five. Like, they have to go on a long winning streak to be in contention with the playoff spot. But they're not out of it just yet. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings here, too. Um, Just the way Dalvin Cook played last week was just... I love to see it because I said it on last night's episode, too. I love the guy, and I've always liked him. And I felt bad for him for so long just because he was riddled with injuries throughout his career. And I just expect him to have another good game against a struggling Lions defense. Yep. Another stat I got pulled up for this one is Minnesota has won five straight games versus Detroit. I feel like everybody's won five straight games versus Detroit in that division. I don't yeah. think they can win any, beat anybody in that division. All right, next game is Panthers-Chiefs. You know, as much as I like the Panthers and as much as I think they have talent, I just can't that Chiefs offense right now and all the playmakers and stuff they got, I can't I can't root against them. You know? Obviously I don't really like them, still a little it burns a little bit last week last year's AFC championship game, but I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on this one. You know, they got <clears throat> a stacked team. You know, they got Hill, Hardman, Watkins, and then they got Bell McCoy and Edwards Alaire, so not to mention Kelsey and Mahomes, so and that defense is I think top five. Cause and you don't really see that because like at the start of last year, that defense was not top five. But mm-hmm. the more the year went on, the better they got. I think it's like I think it was past the halfway point of the year where they really picked it up. And 
which is, <clears throat> I think, is a big part in how good they are and stuff, which obviously they're good before their defense picked it up because their offense. But, you know, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well and basically agree with everything he said about them. Um, but here's one thing that wouldn't surprise me. You remember how the Pan- or how the uh, Raiders beat the Chiefs earlier this year? I feel like the Panthers would be that type of team. They're very similar. They have very much uh, explosive playmakers that, that they can make explosive plays, but then they can also run the ball. And that's what the Raiders did when they beat them is they, they, they got up, and then they just ran the ball. And they just they kept the ball away from Patrick Mahomes, that offense, letting him get in a really good rhythm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. By the way, before we go on, you know, I'm – I'm picking the Packers to win this game. Oh, you think 34-3? No chance for the 49ers to come back? With six minutes left? Nah. I mean, yeah. Nick Mullins is a quarterback? Nah. Nah. I'm I'm going Packers for sure. Devontae Adams is going off tonight. Yeah, there's two. I mean, for the 49ers, their really star player of the night has been Richie James. You know, just throwing a little bit of Thursday night football in the middle of the episode. Should have kind of talked about it a little bit before. If the game ends before the episode is, we might review the game a little bit. But Stupid Packers. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Uh, next. <laughs> go ahead. What's the Bears record right now? Five and three. So you really, seeing as how you guys are going to lose this week, <clears throat> you, got, you really, dang it, I just jinxed the Titans. They're going to suck <laughs> this week. But uh look at that though. Wow. He just had a big flag, game. Flag on the play and everything, but Nick Mullins made a heck of a throw. Yeah. Anyhow. <clears throat> yeah, we'll we'll see about that game come, yeah. come Sunday. Uh Texans Jaguars. Um See, here's the thing about the Texans. Right now they don't even have a first pick in the draft, I don't think. Because I'm pretty... I forget. I was watching a Colin Coward video earlier, and he went through... He was talking about if the uh, Cowboys should think about getting... Who's that quarterback that's going to come in the draft this year? Trevor Lawrence? No, the other one. Justin Fields? Yes. They were talking about how, you know, if the, uh, if the Cowboys... Right now, I have, like, the fifth pick or something like that. And one of the other teams in that top five, it might even be the Cowboys, I'm not sure, but are playing with the Texans' first pick. Mm-hmm. And I think they're the laughing stock of the trade deadline because they needed picks, I think, because I don't think they're going anywhere this year. And I think, you know, there's some talk about them trading – Will Fuller to the Packers, and supposedly their asking price for him was just too high. But I think they should have. I mean, can you blame them? No, I mean, what, not. What are they going to do without Will Fuller? They got nobody except for Kenny Stills. Exactly, like David Johnson. You traded Deshaun away Watson. your best player on offense besides Deshaun Watson. You know, I think Bill Bill O'Brien knew he was leaving the organization. And he just, like, took the whole thing down with him. I think so, too. Like, goodness gracious. Like, I don't blame him for wanting a lot for... They didn't get anything for DeAndre Hopkins. 
Like, they tried to make it up with getting David Johnson, but, oh, there goes Richie James again. Richie James having a beast of a night. Anyhow, so, I just, they got nothing. I don't think, I'm not sure exactly what their draft is right now, but, like, they don't have a high pick. I don't think they have a first rounder. They might, but I could be wrong about that, but. I don't think they do. Didn't they give a first round to the Dolphins for uh, that Lam- O-line? La- uh, Larry, uh, Larry Tunzel? Yeah, Larry Tunzel. And Kenny Stills. I think they gave a first rounder for that. Um, yeah. I, who'd you pick in this game? I'm going with Jags. I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. I'm going Texans. Disagree. I think we only agreed on one game. I think you're right, but that's a no. We picked no, the two, Vikings. Two games. We two both games. picked the Vikings, but I just, I just think Deshaun Watson will find a way to beat the Jags. And that's uh, that's about more battle of trash. Like they're both one and six. Like goodness, no uh, wonder the Titans are leading their division. I mean, they got the Colts coming up on them. If the Titans yeah, don't, did we not pick the? Oh, I picked the Colts to win that. I didn't even think about that. So if the Colts win that and the Bears win, Titans are like, oh, crap. We fell off the because map. Because after, after that game, the Titans play the Colts on the next Thursday, next Thursday night. Then they play the Ravens the next Sunday. Then they play the Colts again. Whew. That's a rough stretch. Yeah, that's a little bit rough. All right, next game, Seahawks at Bills. I'm going with the MVP on this one. You know, I just – that – that trio of Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and Metcalf is just... Uh, and they're going to have Carlos Dumlap and Jamal Adams is coming back. The The only way I see the Bills pulling this game off if is if Josh, Josh Allen, Allen decides to get back to his... MVP fantasy. Yeah, earlier in the season form. But yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks here too. Russell Wilson is just... He's making that team so good right now. And I don't know that it can win a Super Bowl, but, yeah. That yeah, dude Colin, is Coward, Colin Coward did his playoff predictions, and he said that it's going to be Seahawks, Bucks in the NFC Championship. But he had the Bucks and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So. Well, Colin Coward can go jump in the lake. I don't like. No. <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm kidding. I actually like Colin Coward. You know, Chain and them give me hash for watching them. And stuff, but I actually kind of like him. I watch most of his NFL stuff. Don't really care for his NBA crap, but, you know. All right, next on the list is Broncos-Falcons. Broncos-Falcons. You know what? I'm going to go as good of a comeback win and stuff that the Broncos had. I got to go with the Falcons just because all the talent they have on offense I know their defense struggles and stuff and uh, and stuff, but, you know, Julio Jones is on a hot streak right now. And, you know, Matt Ryan's a former MVP, mm-hmm. and you can't ever count him out. And, you know, they got Todd Gurley, who has issues, but, you know. Hey, Derek, score is 10-34. It could happen. No, it's not happening. <laughs> not going to yeah, I'm I'm gonna give the Falcons a little love as well, man. I, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna pull this one off and I feel like a lot of it's gonna have to do with Matt Ryan to Julio Jones and 
And all you got to do, like we talked about with the Falcons, is all you got to do is play average defense in the fourth quarter. Just don't play this this terrible, awful, trash defense where you're letting guys come back with, you know, three scores less than five minutes left. Like, that's the kind of stuff you don't want to see. And if it comes to an onside kick, jump on the ball. Just jump on the ball, yeah. But... No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Falcons on this one, and most of it, like like I said, I love the win the Broncos had. I just I don't see their offense making enough consistent plays and having enough consistent games to be able to keep up with a team like the Falcons. Who, if their offense is clicking, they're they they should be a really tough team to beat. But their defense makes them a not so tough team to beat. Uh, before we move on to the next game, another thing that made that Broncos win last week so impressive is they were without Cortland Sutton in that game. Yeah, yep. And Cortland Sutton's uh, freaking good. Is this his second year? This is like his third, third year. Third, yeah. yeah. And he's just young and explosive, and he's got good hands and stuff, and <clears throat> it hurts him when he's out, but... He pre- he proved on last week that he could win without him. So. Yep, definitely. All right, next one is Raiders-Chargers. I'm going to go with the Raiders here. Raiders are <clears> – <throat> wait, Raiders-Chargers? Yeah, I'm still going to go with the Raiders as much as I love Herbert and stuff, but I just think the Raiders are – I actually – they're pretty underrated. You know, they – I feel like they are. Because I feel like they could make a push, you know. You know, it could be Titans-Raiders AFC Championship game. Obviously, they won't make a Super Bowl because Titans are going to make it. But, you know. <laughs> oh, he's talking big already. <laughs> um, Just kidding. Right after a loss to the Bengals talking Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear that. See... That's there. You got some guts right there. Shane Shane would pretty much shoot me right now. He probably would. He'd be like, on whatever, on eight for the rest of the year. So, uh, but in my defense, Shane is the most down Titans fan I've ever seen that, in that my is life. True, they could be sixteen and zero. Probably the worst sixteen and zero team we've ever seen. Facts. <laughs> he would probably say that. I ain't gonna lie. Oh uh, shoot. Gotta love them. Um, yeah, for this Raiders-Chargers game, though, like, you know, the Chargers have given up, like, 16. They're, they're looking like the Falcons, like, 16-plus points a game leads. Like, they're giving up these leads. They had 16 or more points. Lead, 16 or more point leads in three games that they lost this year. The, char- the Chargers have. Wow. So their defense, and then now you just traded away Desmond King, so I'm not sure what you're trying to do on defense. Which? But, but something, I got a stat up here. It says 303 passing yards per game this season from Justin Herbert. NFL rookie record so far. Nuts. What do you think? Offensive rookie of the year? Or you think still Easily. So far, easily. He's got more touchdowns. Not quite as many yards, but, like, it's so crazy. Like, uh... Him and him and Joe Burrow have like a sixty seven completion percentage and Joe Burrow's got like twenty two hundred yards, he's got like seventeen hundred, and then he's got maybe Which he didn't start right away either. Yeah. He's got like eleven 
14 or 11 or some touchdowns, and Joe Burrow's got a little bit less than him. But the same interceptions, which I think is at five. You think one of those, it's going to be one of those situations where Burrow is going to get it because what he did in college? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, there's still a lot of season left. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, if the season right would now, end right but now. right now, I feel like if Burrow would get it, it would be because of that. But to me, Justin Herbert's been the rookie of the year so far. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. I feel like they're going to get some stuff straightened out, and I feel like Justin Herbert's going to really come out hitting on all cylinders, and he's going to beat a pretty decent Raiders team. One thing that the Raiders have that the Chargers really don't is a good rush, rush, rushing game. And, and that's, that, that's part of the reason I think the Raiders are going to win. And that, that, that could be the case. But and I just Derek got a feeling having a pretty good year. The Raiders beat two games in a row now, and I just got a feeling they're going to drop one. You know, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Unless you're a team like the Chiefs, or the Steelers, yeah. obviously, who yeah. are 7-0 or 8-0, or whatever they are. That it seems like teams, you know, like even with the Packers, they were on kind of a win streak, and then... Boom, lose two. And now they're up 34-10. Yep. But, yeah, it, I this could be an interesting game. It could be a close one. It could be a blowout one way or another. Um, I guess all, all games could technically be like that. You never know in the NFL. You you never you never do. But, I just yeah, I just got a feeling the Raiders are, are going to drop one. All right, next is the Steelers and the Cowboys. So you're going with Cowboys in this one? Shoot, yeah. I mean, got to go with the Cowgirls every week, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, nah, I'm going with the Steelers, you know, the Cowboys. You know, I think it'd be a different story. I think it'd be a lot closer if Dak would be in. I mean, I still think the Steelers would win, but without Dak, Dak is the heart of that team. And without him, that team is trash. Yep. They were trash before he got hurt, though. True. They were trash. That that team, and, I, and I'm okay, sorry, but I'm going to te- be super hard on the Cowboys. That that team had arguably as much talent on it, has. Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper. As any other team out there. I don't see and how they can be that bad with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. No, I'm not even just talking about their offense. I'm talking defense, too. Like, But their defense sucks this that's year. That's exactly. Like, there's so much talent on that team. I know. They got For them to be as bad as they are should be mind-blowing. Like, people should be, like, in my opinion, Mike McCarthy should be thrown out of the coaching, thrown out of, uh, out of that facility and never given another job. Because there's that much talent on this team, and they're trash. Yeah, Leighton Van Resch, wasn't he hurt a lot of the start of the year? I don't even know, but there's too much talent on that team. Yeah, but I'm obviously we're both, both picking the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, no doubt about that one. But, you know, it is NFL. You know, they could lay an egg. The funny thing is that also about the Cowboys is, so, so Dak is out, uh... Andy Dalton's out, and now they bench their third-string quarterback. So they got, like, two other quarterbacks. I have no idea who they are. Yeah, I want to see Ben Danucci play. He got benched already. Already? Yes. He's benched. 
they got two other quarterbacks that are potentially going to play now. Like, it's it's mind-blowing. Anyway. Dolphins-Cardinals. Dude, I don't even know what the Dolphins anymore. Are they bad? Are they good? They're 4-3, and three, man. I want to pick the Dolphins so bad. I love the Dolphins. I know. I hope to... Uh, has a good game this week, you know. He didn't really need to do much last week. <clears throat> but I just feel like uh, I don't trust that Dolphins offense enough to go against that Cardinals defense. And that Cardinals defense is pretty underrated. Yeah, that that's a little bit where I'm at with this game too. Like I I like the Dolphins love that they beat the Rams last week. Um but it's just like there, you just still don't know about that offense with two of their because he only had like ninety some yards and a touchdown interception or fumble. I can't remember what it was. So there's still a little bit of doubt there, and we've seen the Cardinals play good most of the year. Um, so I I about have to go with the Cardinals as well on this one. Yeah, so we're both picking Cardinals. Yeah. Saints Buccaneers. Good game. The battle of the NFL's top two all-time passing leaders. How crazy is this? That they're still playing? They're still playing. And they're at the top of the all-time passing leaders, and they're battling against each other. Like, that's that's one of the coolest things night. ever. And it's a Sunday night game. Like, this is your your all-time way of having a Sunday night game, is to have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks going at it, for like let let let's say this would be the like this should be a week seventeen game where nobody knows if they're gonna play another game or not, and that one of them is gonna have more t- more passing yards or touchdowns whatever they're going for. I think it's passing yards though. I don't even know. That's stupid that I don't know. But um, yeah. I'm mm, I'm torn on this one. You know, I mean I'm. Gonna go with the Bucks just because I think they're a better all-around team. As much as I love Drew Brees and the Saints, but you never know. You know, Michael Thomas has come back this week. I think. You know, might get that. I think he's been out since like week two or something, something like that. that. Yep. See, he's missed a lot this year. Definitely not having, which he hasn't been in to have the year like he has last year, but. I heard he's been able to come back for a while now. He's just been having off-the-field issues. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with the Bucks here, you know. I feel I feel like this is Drew Brees' last year. So I do feel like Tom Brady's going to be at the top of the list because I think we touched on this last night, too, and I just feel like uh, Tom Brady, unless he wins the Super Bowl, there's a chance he quits after this year, calls it quits after this year. But I do think he's going to, especially if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, he's going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And this is Drew Brees' last year, I think. So I'm going to go with the Bucks here. Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i going to have to go with the Bucks in this one as well. I mean, I'm sorry to go the same as you, but the Saints almost lost to the Bears. I guess the Buccaneers almost lost to the Giants. The Buccaneers did lose to the Bears, so I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> okay. um, I'm going to have to go with the Buccaneers, though. Like, I just, 
Yeah, they're more. I feel like their defense is maybe a little bit better. And, and their the offense Bucks, is more explosive, I guess, than the Saints, too. The Bucks can throw 20 yards down the field, and yeah. the Saints can't. I mean, they can, but they don't. Well, they can against the Bears. I mean, it's the Bears, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it should be a really fun game, and, and it's pretty awesome to see two quarterbacks, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, go at it on Sunday night. So, yeah, if you guys don't have anything better to do, just go watch Tom Brady and Drew Brees duke it out. I just, honestly, I just don't, I just hope it's not a blowout. No, I I hate watching games that, like, you know, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a good game, you know? Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and stuff, and then it's just a blowout by one team. I just hope it's a pretty, you know, maybe high-scoring close game. Yep. Not even, maybe not high scoring, just a close game. <clears throat> All right, so we both picked the Bucks on that one, which brings us to the final game. Monday night, Patriots versus Jets. Battle versus trash again. I'm telling you. There's a lot of trashes in the So, Brady, do the Jets get their first win of the year against the Patriots? You know, I honestly, I trust Bill Belichick more than the Jets. You know, Bill Belichick has a record of just wreaking havoc for young quarterbacks. And I just I'm going with the Bucks here. I mean the uh Pats here. Yep, I'd be uh I'd be confident for the Patriots to win if Bill Belichick was their only player to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I'm going with the Patriots too. I I just yeah, Bill Belichick will have him ready, and he's going to take advantage of a bad Jets team and a bad coach Jets team. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't seen a team this bad in a long, long time as the Jets. It it could if I was a Jets fan right now. You know, I'm I'm not really sure how how I'd look at life. Like it's it's so bad right now that you're you're giving credit to and you're giving this team to Adam Gase. Like like We need to start a petition, okay? Fire Adam Gase. No, I don't care. Like I mean I don't know why you'd care. They're in the AFC. That's one less team you gotta worry about. Okay, but I hate seeing Sam Darnold's talent wasted. Well they can trade him. You think they'll go get Trevor Lawrence if Yeah. You think? Yeah. People are saying that they're gonna, oh, they're gonna stick with Sam Darnold and so and so, but <clears throat> and they're not gonna get Trevor Lawrence, but you know, guess we'll find that out when it happens. But it's just Adam Gase. He looks like a freaking serial killer. He looks like a creep, anyway. No, it's. It's. I'm just like. He's just not a very good coach, you know. As like, why wife. does this dude have a job? I know. Like, it, they're own seven. They've right? been trashed. The Dolphins were trash when he left Jets. there, huh? I'm saying Jets. the Dolphins were trash when Gase left the Dolphins. They were trash. Uh, yeah. He goes to the Jets. They turn into trash. They weren't as bad as they were are now. They've gotten worse every year. You know, most times a coach. Will make a team even if they don't have a good first year. Most times, a coach will get them better year after year after year. Not not always. Sometimes, obviously, like like the Bears went twelve and four and eight and eight, 
and they're back to sort of winning this year. But that was kind of because of bad quarterback play, though. Yeah, yeah. But the Jets just stay bad. Like, they're zero and eight right now, and Adam Gase's third year with them, and he still has a job. That's just dumb. They should have like I don't. They should have gone and gotten uh. I don't know Rivera. that he's. I don't know that he's when he was available. Who Rivera? Ron Rivera? Yeah. Yeah. They should have gotten him when he was Definitely. available. I don't know that that uh, Adam Gase has won like even eight games in their three seasons or two and a half seasons now. I think he's. I think he's literally like five, five wins the first year, three last year, whatever it was. Who didn't they have the number one pick last year? No, they didn't. Who had? Oh, Bengals did. Bengals did. Bengals just beat the Jets out last year for that number one pick, just so you know. Yeah. Did the Jets have second pick? They no, were, Redskins they, had second pick. They were in the top five or something. Wait, what? P- Chase Young was second pick, right? Yeah. Were the Redskins? Jets not trade away their pick. I can't remember, but the I Jets just, have been so bad. They get worse every year. Like. Fire Adam Gase. Yeah, and it, it's it's so bad this year that. Like, I want to cry for a Jets fan. Like, I don't even know anybody that's a Jets fan. But if I would meet a Jets fan right now, I'd just go up to be... him and give him a big old hug and say, it'll be okay. Nobody... Not as long as Adam Gase is there, but when he's gone, it'll get better. Nobody we know is stupid enough to be a Jets fan. <laughs> Not to admit it anyway. <laughs> He'll probably be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm from New York and I'm a Giants fan. I mean, think about it. If you're a Jets fan, you talk and you talk football. You're sitting there and you're denying being a Jets fan. Like, you're agreeing with whatever the group that you're in is saying. But then you turn around, and you go home, and you go in the cradle position in the corner. You know, shaking, shaking, crying, go in the shower, just crying, like eating your ice cream and that kind of stuff. Like, if you're a Jets fan, you you borderline hate life. Dude, if I'm living in New York right now and I'm a Jets fan, I'm hopping on the other New York team's train. Not like the Giants are any better. I mean, are you doing any better with the Giants right now? Barely. Barely, but they're still better than the Jets. Their future looks better than the Jets. I'll I'll give them that. But Mainly because they're coach. That's the main reason the Jets are bad. They traded like... Like Jamal, like letting a guy like Jamal Adams go. Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson, who's having a really good year with the Panthers. Adam Gaze didn't know how to use him. Just, just like Adam and and, and Le'Veon Bell really hasn't done anything yet since since he left to show that he's actually that much better off. But then again, they got so much like that running back room. Clyde Edwards hilarious having a yeah, but is their number one. But they're not using like like Adam Gaze hasn't figured out how to get the best out of these players, and and that should bother the GM that you're not getting the best out of these offensive players. Look at look at what just like you said, Robbie Anderson, the best receiver on that Panthers team, looking like a true number one receiver, and they didn't know how to use him. They literally said we're going to use him to throw it deep. Well. You gotta have a game plan to be able to throw it deep, even like even if you're gonna throw it once or twice in a in a game. And the the Panthers are like, no, we're gonna use him as their number one receiver. We're gonna use him for slants, out routes, uh, curls, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And look at what he's doing this year. 
It's Adam Gase. The dude needs to go. The Jets are trash. They're going to lose to the Patriots. We both picked the Patriots. Game over. Exactly. Um, so the 49ers-Packers game just ended, so we can talk about that a little bit. And Rodgers is probably going to be in our top five quarterbacks next week. Balled we, out. Yeah, he went 25-31, 300 yards, four touchdowns. Stupid Packers. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a heck of a game by him and a heck of a game by uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. And Richie James on the other side. Yes, sir. You know, we, we got we to gotta throw in some both team, uh, both team players. But, you know, but, but Mullins that, really didn't have a horrible game. Except for he had that one bad pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what do you expect from the four ers Like they're dealing with so many injuries. Nick and Bosa then you lose, and, and then Debo you lose Samuel, Jimmy uh, Garoppolo, George Kittle. Yeah, then you lose Kittle and and Garoppolo, and then you're going against the Packers. Like nobody expected them to even contend in this game. So all reality. So Colin Coward had a segment earlier this week, <clears throat> throwing a lot of Colin Coward in our episodes. You know, he should he should honestly probably give us a couple bucks to shout him out this much. But, uh, again, we don't do it for the money. We do it because we love football. But, uh, you, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. What is he going to say? Oh, he was saying how this is Garoppolo's last year in San Francisco. Uh, because look at the first year, he went five and he got traded and he went five and zero oh at the end of that one year, right? Mm-hmm. Started the next year, got hurt, rest of the season, comes back, takes him to the Super Bowl. This year, injured. He says this is the last his year, last year, and I'm not sure who would they who they'd get. You know, Dak Prescott. You think he's gonna be on the Cowboys? Maybe he could go to the Forty ers You never know. I mean, that's that's the, him and Shanahan. Awesome that that kind of make a good fit. That's the awesome thing about the NFL is nobody thought they'd seen Tom Brady on another jersey and another team. And what do you know? He's on the Bucks and he's having a pretty solid year. Um, a lot of a lot of teams, a lot of quarterbacks like that. You just never thought you'd see him on a different team. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, I think that ends this episode. That does. That was a fun episode. Love to have you back and oh yeah, sit beside me because last night, night was just a pain. You know, we're going to... I'm going to leave for six weeks in January, so we're going to have to probably do a lot of over-the-phone uh, we'll recordings. We'll figure it out. But we'll get better at it and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, go follow us on Instagram at BND Sports, and that'll give you a link to the rest of our socials and we'll see you guys in the next episode on probably tuesday yes sir all right later